In a world filled with filters and facades, the real life with Lacey is your sanctuary of authenticity. Join me as we unravel true stories that resonate with the human experience. And remember, our ultimate goal is to touch the heart of at least one viewer in every episode. This is where the power of real life takes center stage and the impact is real. Welcome to a journey of inspiration and connection. Welcome back to the podcast, and today we have Leonard as our special guest. Really excited to interview you and talk about a few topics that should entertain and uh, intrigue. I hope to not disappoint. Uh, well, you're married. You're used to disappointing, aren't you? <laughs> yes. I, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, so you have all nearly 300,000 Mm-hmm. followers yes on tiktok yeah that's pretty good it is good i mean how did you do that because i mean that's what people strive to do they they try to get followers and it seems like there's some sort of science to it no there i think that there probably is a science to it that i'm not aware of um i'm mostly so i've always been the same person that i am right now like i've always been the, the weird kid in class that was always like you know where we sit at the little rug and everybody's supposed to be quiet and I was doing dances and telling stories I mean the people that I used to that used to help in class still know me yeah they're like you've been this guy your whole life so when they see me now on the internet mm-hmm. they're like oh yeah I remember you when you were four you were just the same way no. so I mean I, I didn't change anything so to, to ask like how I got the followers I didn't wasn't there was never the plan I just Tennessee my daughter started my account and oh yeah give us a background yeah, so, so she started it for me so it was during quarantine and she and you know we were all locked up in March Mm-hmm. And I had to work from home, and we were all home, and they were distance learning and all that shit. And so she was playing on Musical.ly and all that stuff, and, and she's like, hey, download this, this app, and we can do little dances and have fun together. And I said, okay. And so she created my account for me and posted a few videos, and my personality just kind of, like, matched with the algorithm, and that was it. So how long did it take you to get a substantial amount of followers? Um, oh, gosh. Like, what do you think is a substantial amount? I've always wondered, I've asked people all the time, like, what do you consider a larger creator? A larger creator, what the hell is that? Well, I think that you would feel, like, pretty fulfilled to get 10,000 followers within a couple months of um, on the platform. And then when you get to the 100,000, I mean, I think I that's... I feel like 100,000 for me was what I felt was cool. Yeah, fuck yeah. So 100,000 was cool. How long did it take you? Um... See, I wasn't serious for like four months on it because it was just Tennessee posting. So I started getting serious in July of 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, serious meaning daily? I was posting daily and, that, in July. And that's that's what you need to do yeah, to be that, a good content. Yeah, that, and I was only doing it just because I was just effing around. You know? mm-hmm. I, mean, I was just doing it for fun. It was not even like, oh, to do this or that or any kind of like... I don't even know if it was really for any kind of endorphin or dopamine rush or anything like that at all. I just kind of like like to make videos I was even doing on Facebook if you remember mm-hmm. but I you know so uh, in regard to like any kind of goals but I, I to get it to answer your question 100,000 I want to say within the first year I was at 100,000 okay okay but it was like nothing nothing in that it was like really like nothing at first was and it a then, certain video yeah, that, that did it just for like, you just a certain time I just started to like kind of it started to make sense to me on how to create and captivate people's attention in the first five seconds so describe yeah, five that seconds. describe that what makes sense I just like uh, I I have a feeling what what I what's going to interest somebody to to engage. Okay. You know, it's like if you like if you know you walk into a room like how are how am I going to grab the attention of all these people right now? 
Like in union, I'll have get a union business. Yeah, I mean, and sometimes it is. And sometimes <laughs> yeah. absolutely that works. I feel like sex sales for it's sure. Ab- it absolutely. And I'm not going to say that I haven't benefited from, you know, that as well. And I yeah. have. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but at the end of the day, you have to have something else besides being good looking because there's a million good people that are better looking than you. Personality then, yeah. right? It's a combination of yeah. everything, yeah. But you found your niche. Which I don't know if I did or not. They all say the niche down and all that bullshit. I, I don't know if I did or not, but... Wasn't it the... I mean, Gen, I, have, Gen I do X? Gen X stuff, mm-hmm. and I do get pigeonholed into that to where the algorithm, they they want me to make a certain type of content, and when I don't, you know, I don't get the engagement. What do you mean, they? Well, I mean, you just feel like as a creator that, you know, after you created a certain type of content for a certain amount of time, your audience starts to feel that you, you're pigeonholed into making that type of content. Like, yeah. for example, like, oh, you're the Gen X guy. I mean, how do you know I, I don't even enjoy making Gen X content anymore? I mean, I, I don't actually enjoy making Gen X. You might be a Gen X or if content. Yeah, it, yeah. I don't even really enjoy making it anymore. Really? So what do you enjoy? Uh, I like spontaneity. I like being able to try different stuff. I mean, I think that's part of the reason I like making videos is because I like to try different things and like, you, you know, know, spin a story a different way. I mean, that's why I'm a, like, I'm a huge Quentin Tarantino fan. And I love the fact that, you know, he can write a story and it be not what happened it's just his version like mm-hmm. you know you know hitler gets you know assassinated by you know you know by george clooney i mean yeah, and yeah. that happens with 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 him and i love that and i like to be able to create stuff like that well one of your last um i don't know it was one of your last clips one of the last clips i saw mm-hmm. that was kind of funny it was when you were um using your children and you were showing them cartoon characters and yeah. like see if you know who this is <laughs> they're like so stumped yeah. on some of these well i mean you, you what we don't realize and that's what's so fun and i do like things about talking about nostalgia and stuff uh-huh. like that so don't get confused with like but i just don't like the idea of like i'm just that yeah. you know but at the end of the day i mean it's like it's fun to think about you know there's certain things that you and i think about all the time mm-hmm. that kids don't even know anything about yeah. Like, wait, what? Like, be like, say something about, you know, like, I saw a mystery machine van. Uh, they, somebody made a really cool a mystery machine. Mm-hmm. And I was like, really? Look at the cool. And some people will be like, what is that? You're like, Scooby-Doo? I'm like, no clue. Yeah. And that is, it, it trips you out thinking like, oh my God, Scooby-Doo, come on. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then what? what's your recommendations for people that are watching that would like to get more followers, more subscribers, more people to enjoy their platform? I mean, it's almost like difficult to get it out there for people to even know it exists. You, there could be some amazing yes, there, content there out there that there no are. one even sees. Yes, I've, I've, I've I feel like all the time. this podcast in general... <laughs> I encounter it all the time. Yes. And so what's your... So all I can say to you that that is, and and some of it's going to sound really really cliche, Uh but I still believe it. It's still, I mean, it's still my right answer, is that there's only one person that can be Lacey. Mm -hmm. I mean, truly, Mm -hmm. it's you. I mean, there's, I mean, it sounds really cheesy. Yeah. But I mean, honestly, at the end of the day, there is only person that can be you. Yeah. And all the bad shit and good shit that happened to you along the way... All those life experiences that made you who you are, nobody else has that. Yeah, that's And if you have the ability to display that in a captivating and entertaining way to audience, you'll win every time. And it doesn't matter what where you come from. It doesn't matter what you believe in. You could be the most hateful person. You could be the nicest person. It doesn't matter. You could be, as far as we, t- we said sex sells, it doesn't matter if you're good looking or not. That's why you see people that, that it wouldn't be considered good looking and be... Mm-hmm you know, famous because they're being their unique self. Yeah. And if you do that long enough, people will get you. Mm -hmm. And so it has to do with not only being your own unique self, but doing it long enough that people find you. Yeah. Yeah. That's the key. 
So you just have to be yourself long enough for people to find you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just watched a TikTok today, and I don't remember who it was that said it, but they're like, people keep asking, like, what's my niche? What's my niche? I don't know what niche. You are your niche. Yep. You are your niche. Yep. You, you are know? the content. Exactly. I say that to myself all the time. I wake yep. up all the time and be like, I can't think of anything to do. You are the content. Uh-huh. Yep. And the moment you start thinking like that, your whole game changes. Yeah, I love that. Well, it's funny because just the beginning of this year, you introduced me to TikTok. Mm -hmm. I hadn't even downloaded the app I'm until... sorry. I apologize right now. Apo I want to apologize. Apologize to my husband. Okay. I'm, I am so sorry, Josh. I, I apologize <laughs> a thousand percent. In fact, I think I said that. I think I said... Yes, yes. Game over for you. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I remember outside of BG's, and you're talking to Carl... Mm -hmm. Uh, Melissa, Myla, and I, because we're about to go to the TikTok convention in Vegas. Mm -hmm. And we're like, how does it work? And I'm like this. I don't fucking know. <laughs> but you're, I felt so fucking bad for you because you're literally showing us that. Be like, and then you do this and then you do this. But then how How do you do, we're asking the just stupid questions. I actually questions. loved it. I loved it that you were asking questions that I could answer. Because, you know, people don't realize it's like there's, there's a couple of creators that in my corner that... We're pretty creative. We consider ourselves creative, but we're not. We when we say techie, we really mean that we can turn the phone on, we can do the hard reset, we can know how to connect to the Wi-Fi and stuff like that. We can do real basic stuff. I can do the real basic edits in the app, but that's pretty much it. Yeah. So like, I'm just winging it. Yeah. Well, and um, you were mentioning earlier about it's not. 100% sex sells and all that because there can be, you know, whatever looking people just selling mm -hmm. it, right? Mm -hmm. And again, back to that TikTok convention we went to in Vegas. I mean, mm -hmm. there was like, how many people? Like 7,000? I don't I don't remember exactly how <sighs> yeah, many. Yeah, more people. than five, less than 10. Yeah. And I mean, all walks of life. I love that. That's from, my favorite part. Yeah. yeah. Like from 18 to 80. Yes. And they all had their different vibe, their different personality, and their different followers yes and it was really interesting because like i said we weren't even familiar with the whole influencer realm and then we got thrown into that and i'm like what is happening this is just crazy well, you know what's so crazy about that is is that you get exposed to all these different corners i call them because there's just so many you think that your corner is like the only corner mm -hmm. like when you're first on there you're thinking this is everybody and it's so vast that like there's it's just not there's yeah. just so many corners like and there's new ones popping up all the time. There's a new one, like for example, that's like it's like a cyborg, and so they act like cyborgs, and they're anyway it's a whole genre, and it's really cool, and it's a whole corner, and really? it just and so like it, and we didn't and it didn't even exist last year in April, mm -hmm. so like this coming April it'll be different genres that it just yeah. and that's what's really neat and it's all and it doesn't matter like somebody asked me I was on an interview one time and they asked me like you know what's the most why am I on TikTok? Like, why? And mm -hmm. the first thing I thought of, and when you have so many people watching, you can't really think. And I'm going, you know what? When I first got on the app, there was this lady, and she was a hula hooper. She did hula hoop. Okay. And she was really good at it. And she was and she was attractive and all that stuff, but she used cool songs. You know, she used trending stuff. And it was just like the way that she did it. And it taught me that be your unique self. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what you do as long as you're doing it because it's what you are and who you are and you're not you're being uniquely you're being you're being true to yourself and if you and if you can tap into that it's unbelievable well that's the best when they are unique and true to themselves there are some yeah. tiktoks i watch i'm like but they're being fake as fuck yeah and that's annoying i don't know yeah. i just scroll right absolutely past it. yeah I, yeah and then and that's the, that's the thing and then and, and there are people that and actually and let me speak to that a little bit because there are people 
they can have a following and they truly aren't being the unique to themselves and, and and you know and that can happen and life that's how life is life happens mm-hmm. like that you know yeah. but it doesn't mean that if you see somebody that's being fake it doesn't mean that that everybody is no absolutely yeah. not yeah. yeah yeah so let's go let's take a step back in um Leonard life yeah all right so um you were so you're on your second marriage right yes okay first marriage how old were you when you got married uh she was 18 okay and uh i was 22 okay 21 i was 21 okay and how long were you married we were only married for i think four, four years something like that three years and you had children in the process. She kids, boom, boom. She was well. She, boom, was, boom. she got pregnant. <laughs> boom, boom. She got pregnant, and then we got married, kind of thing. It was one of mm-hmm. those. Um, yeah. And then happens. fourteen months later, Carson came. So we had two kids within fourteen months. That was boom, boom. And yeah. then um, yeah, and so and it was. You know what's really funny is is people always ask me about my first marriage because you all know that I'm like she's one of my best friends. Yeah, and that's and exactly. I mean, and, and it is, and it, but I do want to say, so people are always trying to give me to give like advice on co-parenting and things like that, and I feel like I can give some good advice, but at the end of the day, what happened in, with for, with me was unique in that I'm I married the first time one of my best friends, and then she should have just been my best friend. Mm-hmm. But we had two kids together, which is great. I mean, we we should have had them because they're they're amazing, and that and that's perfect. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if I could, I'm, I'm not a very mature person, so if it wasn't somebody that I didn't absolutely already love, because I, I still love her, mm-hmm. that, I, that I wouldn't be able to co-parent with them. It was just a very unique that she's one of my best friends. No, and it's, it's beautiful, though, <laughs> yeah. because, I it's mean, really cool. we watch, we see a lot of people that they break up, and they have children, and they are vicious and mean and they awful are. and hate, hate, like, they're so mean to each other, and it only kills the kids yeah. you know deep inside and wounds them internally from you know this much damage that they see yes. the hatred going back and forth so i wanted to you know give you kudos as well to because um, we all see like everyone knows everything about everyone in sure. this whole fucking county sure. and it's great to see that you guys were able to co-parent yeah. get along still and still. and your children are thriving one's getting married yeah they're engaged and gonna be married and, uh, and, but i don't know how long they haven't set a date but yeah how old is he He's the 24, going to be 25. Oh, yeah. well, nice. Yeah. That's all nice. We're all good. I mean, we're all cruising there. Yeah. We don't have any grandkids yet. Uh, hell yeah. So it's breaking that cycle of, you know, you know, teenage pregnancy and, you know, you know, being married too young. And, mm-hmm. and you know, and I'm not going to say I fell victim to it, but I mean, <laughs> culturally, I mean, around here, as you know, I mean, yeah. if you weren't going to college, you were going to work and starting a family, and that's just how life kind of was around here. Well, and um, something that I touched on a podcast a few weeks ago was... Like, me growing up personally in the 80s and 90s, my parents didn't talk about, you know, birth control. Okay. That wasn't a thing in my house. It was don't have sex till you're married. Oh, right. Yeah. And both my brother and I I had kids at 18. I didn't have that because we're not Christian. Yeah. Okay. Did they talk to you about birth control? Uh, I'm trying to think. It was talked about a lot in school and stuff. Yeah, 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 absolutely. But so I mean, I was, I was, I was, I understood the notion, and, and I knew it was all on me, whether I did or didn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. It seems like parents back then just didn't talk yeah. about it. My mom did. Weird. My mom was a little bit more open. Um, I would say, like, so, like, one interesting thing was is that my uncle was uh, gay, and uh, he contracted AIDS during the eighties, um, AIDS pandemic. Uh, oh yeah. You know that whole thing, the AIDS crisis, and 
And so I think because of my mom having a brother who was had, living an alternate lifestyle. And back then. Yeah, it back was then. Like, oh, boy, it was, it was just so faux pas, you yeah. know? And because of that, her exposure and experience to her brother, I think, that kind of made her more open to talking about that kind of stuff. Oh, Whereas I do know that that was atypical around here. Mm-hmm. I do know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. And then you guys um, separated. And how long after that did you meet your current wife? So I did meet Julia while I was still married. So okay. that is the, that is the, I guess the, uh, T is uh-huh. that we, I started a relationship with Julia before I was divorced. And you're, and Emily doesn't hate you. She did for a really long time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, 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 I, and I even told her, I, I've told her on numerous occasions that, it, but I can say honestly that I would have forgiven her too, because I don't hold a grudge on people. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not that way, but, um, it was, it was her, she had to be the bigger person. Okay. So I didn't I didn't know that. Yeah. So yeah, that that happened for a little bit. Yeah, it was not very long. Yeah, it was just yeah. instant. And, and I mean, then, yeah, we will That's all I'll say. <laughs> okay, and then you guys separated. Yep. And then you and Julia got married. We uh so I moved to my sister's, lived there for a while, and then we got a place about a year later and and we stayed together all the time. And now you have two more children. Yep, we got two. Mm-hmm. Lucas was born in 2005 in Tennessee in 07. Yeah. And we got together in 03, so it wasn't like a... We were together a while. Mm-hmm. And uh, you were drinking, so... Yes, yeah. like I fish. Yeah. Oh, I've heard stories. Yeah. Especially... I was a lot of fun. Yeah. Had, <laughs> You're still fun. I'm still fun. Yeah. I'm learning to make... I'm learning to be fun in different ways now. Yes. Okay, so... I had to refine myself. I had to re- reshape. No. Me. I mean... Okay, so obviously living in a bar practically with my profession, I see a lot of people. My mom was bartender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see a lot of people that shouldn't drink. Yeah. That just don't stop drinking, though. How did you finally get to that point in your life that you knew that you needed to stop? Was there something that pushed you over the edge? No. There wasn't any one specific thing. And every time somebody asks me, I, I can give you a different reason. I can give you a thousand reasons. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like a lot of them weren't even very good. To be honest with you, some of them were just like I just wanted to look better. I just wanted to okay. get a six pack. Yeah. None of them were like you know I was diagnosed with high cholesterol. I wanted to lower it. Um, I had I started to get the uh, where you had the acid reflux. I started to get that. That didn't stop me. You know what I mean? It was just stuff like that. It was just like and then it started all adding up and just like you, know, you start doing an equation and it starts to like you start doing the math on things and you're like. And all your problems, any kind of issue you have, like with your stomach or like maybe sleep or mm-hmm. you're not you're not in the shape you want to be in, it all fell back on this one thing. And as I was eliminating things, like I was eliminating, you know, sugars and mm-hmm. creamer and I eliminated all this stuff and, and it was the last thing to go. It was like the it was like the band playing on the Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> it was a plane like in the you know, it's like my little gin I love gin and ginger ale. Oof. Just tear them up. Oh. I can drink a handle of gin, no Ugh. problem. Said no one ever. And I, yeah, and I just loved it. And, I was, and, and it was just like, and it was just like, I was sitting there. It was Fourth of July, two thousand twenty-two, and I was drinking a, a glass of sangria with Jamie Colburn, and I was sitting there, and she makes the really best sangria. And I was just sitting there, and I'm going, "This is a really glass of sangria, and I, if this was the last drink I ever have, that'd be fine." And that's what you did. Yep. Wow, yeah. man, I'm shocked that you're. And then they both got they both got breast cancer after that wait 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 wait. so like I was like I was sitting there and I was just like I could just like feel like I needed to quit drinking really yeah and and then like it was like three months later they both got cancer who who's the boat they Jamie and Julia both got it really and three months later yeah it was like right after that it was like I don't know if I I I don't know it was really weird 
Yeah. So so how are both of like what's going on? What's well, going on? you know, it's a it's a long road of reconstruction and stuff like that. No, like is the house, they're all clear. Like, so who is Jamie? Jamie, um, Jamie Levenko. Okay. So, yes. So who is that to you? Just a she's friend. A, yeah, she's a friend, but we grew up together and stuff. Yeah. Okay. And then your wife. And so wife, both yeah. your yeah. They were, good so we were sitting there having a blessing degree in that night. And I just kind of said to myself, I didn't even say to them. I didn't say to anybody. Mm-hmm. I didn't. T- I didn't make an announcement or nothing. I was just like. I was just like, this is my last drink. That's good. Okay. Which and then is... it was like, and, then, and it was like, I was starting to get healthy, and then and then I got diagnosed with high cholesterol, and I started to got you know, and I was and I was like, oh my god, I made the right decision, and I started getting better health, mm-hmm. and then they started, and then they got they both got diagnosed, and, and I had to like nurse my wife back to health, and all this stuff it was crazy. Tell us about that. Like, okay, so how did she find out that she had? cancer like mammogram she just went in for a normal or was she having some symptoms did she feel a lump or and she caught it early okay she caught it early and everything's good there it was just one of those things where it was just so close to was it just in one breast and stuff yeah it was just the 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 right side Mm -hmm. and um and so just the way that it was she just opted to be safe and do the mastectomy and rather than lumpectomy just the one she just won Uh and um and so she didn't have to do chemo, and they they were they, they were trying to push her to do chemo and the hormone therapy and all that stuff, and and she opted out of it just based on you know her her own preference, yeah, yeah, whatever prognosis or whatever. Okay, so then how long has it been? It... She got diagnosed in June, okay. so it was like a year. So it was almost a year after to the day that she she well actually that not that's when her that's not when she was diagnosed. That's when she had her procedure. So it was just a. Uh, yeah, it was just a couple months after. Okay, so probably, how... She probably, we probably knew in, like, March. Of this year? Yeah. Okay, and then June she had the surgery? Yeah. And then what's happening now? Like She's she... just waiting. And she has she has a what's called a platform in. It's like an expander. What, what is that? And so it's like if they, they remove the boob and then they're going to put the implant in. Okay. But they can't put it in it all at once. And so they put this little pla- expander thing in there. It has, like, it's not an implant. It's just kind of, like, taking the place. Okay. And then they... Expand it up, and then when your body gets used to it, and they pull it out and they put the implant in. And in her case, they're going to match the other one to the, so they're going to match. Nice. Well, that's yeah. good. Okay, so then was it brutal surgery? Like, did it hurt? So it, the mastectomy is it is uh, it's it's an amputation. Yeah. So anybody that's and I think that I feel a little bit bad because um, so many women get it and lumpectomy and 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 so many people get breast cancer. I mean that. They don't realize how severe a mastectomy really is if they have to do it. It's it's pretty severe. So they take everything out. Yeah. And they keep so they kept the skin there so to better fill it later. Yeah, they like make it. They put that like thing that you were saying. It's just kind of like I don't know how to explain it to you. They yeah. just make it. In her case, they made it smaller too because uh-huh. hers, hers were so large that they're like, well, we're in there doing this, we're gonna make it smaller. Mm-hmm. And so made it smaller. Well, in that case, you know, you lose the nip. Oh, the nip yeah. goes. And yeah. so a lot of people don't know that. In many cases, and depending on where it's at, mm-hmm. no, it, it goes. And was that emotionally hard as well for her? My wife is a badass. Yeah. So I would say that it wasn't, but it should have been. People, mm-hmm. in fact, she, uh, one of my videos I had that went viral was, you know, the doctors um, were, they wanted my permission to do the mastectomy because she, yeah that's interesting so what happened was is that they were they were saying for her to just do lumpectomy she was just that she was early stage there was you know mastectomy was way overkill don't do lumpectomy or don't do mastectomy do lumpectomy 
She goes, mm-hmm. no, this is, I'm not, I don't want to risk it. And the difference is taking just the lump out yeah, instead of taking everything. Yeah, just the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, no, she's like, just take the whole thing. I'm done messing around. And it was, I, I know I'm not going to get clear margins. If you don't, they're going to go back in there. And and I don't want to do chemo and all this stuff. Just take it. Yeah. Take it. And they went in there and they took it. And it was because of, because of all that, they're like, they made me come in and get permission. And so I did a video on that. And it heated people, and it should, because, you know, women's rights Why and stuff are really, that? you know, women's, dude, I'm telling you right now, like, anybody that says that men and women are equal, they're high. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. Truly. That's all I'll say. Yeah, that's really um, So she got, she did this, she shall say she did the mastectomy. So if you were having yeah. your nuts taken off, would she in have In some cases, I've been told, a million people <laughs> said this, in, in some cases, depending on the age, they can, it's been asked. Okay. But it was, it was, I found it interesting, and this is the one comment that I'll make, and it kind of heats people, and it should. If this, if this pisses you off, it should. A man, an imaginary man has more rights than a woman. Imaginary man. An imaginary man. A guy that doesn't even exist has more rights than a woman. And I'll, let me give you an example. Yes. A lady goes in to have a hysterectomy because in her family, there's a really severe form of cervical cancer, blah, 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 and she doesn't want to mess around and she wants to get a hysterectomy. Mm-hmm. And the doctors won't do it because they said, someday you'll get married and your husband will want to have kids. And what? you'll regret this decision and we're not going to do it. And it killed her. Wow. She died. Because an imaginary man was going to marry her someday and have some kids. What year was that, though? Not, I mean, the last, like, five years. Oh, my God. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, it, it can happen right now. That's crazy. Right now it can happen. It's happening right now. That's nuts. So, yeah, literally nuts. <laughs> well, good. well, I'm glad she's doing better then. So when does she have to go back? Does she have to go back? So we see? just called. We just got off the phone with Stanford. So this is the update. Is, is that because they were really pushing her to do chemo. Oh, God, and, and that's so just she was so brutal. Keep, on yeah, her. and so, like, she was going to say, and then she was like, okay, so I'm going to get a third opinion, get Stanford on the line, so we get them on, and she has this conference. This happens on Friday, and they review the case, and they're like, you're right. So the, the, I think that was, I, I think the chances of reoccurrence are 6% now. Oh, that's and very would, good. And, and they said it would it would cut it in half if she did chemo to 3%. And so she was like, mm, 6%, 3%, and she didn't want to risk. And, the, and he also did say, he's like, and, and he goes, and I'll tell you what, he goes, like, you're going to go through chemo. Mm-hmm. And so there's that. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you know, how much does that take life off your ears? I mean, oh, years off your life, it might, I don't know. So What do they do? They're, so she's like, I'm not for the extra 3%, I'm going to be good with it. I mean, they're literally putting nothing but poison in your body trying to kill the bad thing, but it's also killing the good stuff on right. that way. It's you, killing everything, and you just hope you, 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 you're still around when the cancer's mm-hmm. gone. That's the whole theory. Yeah, no, that's brutal. I, and I get when people have to do it because they have no other choice. Oh, yeah. But if, oh, yeah. Well, there's so much grief and hate about... Uh, about people's choices on medicals, like, because even in the comment sections and stuff online, that's one interesting thing about having, you know, I guess a following is that a lot of people weigh in and it can be a little bit overwhelming. Like mm-hmm. when I post stuff, here I am trying to nurse and my wife back to health and deal with the, the, the idea of the C word and all this stuff and, you know, mastectomy and on top of it, because I posted this video, I have a lot of people saying like, why would you ever do, do implants? It's poison in your body. And like, why would you ever do chemo when you can do ivermectin or the, you know all this stuff or like and you're just like I don't know. I love you guys I appreciate you guys but man it's just like you understand I'm barely hanging on here I don't know why some people just don't keep their opinions to themselves 
Well, and then, and then in the same turn of that, I would say that if I really was that concerned about it, I wouldn't share my story with the world. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if the, and you're right. And at the end of the day, like, the, the, the part that I have to be comfortable with is that if I'm going to put it out there, if you're going to dish it out, you got to be able to take it. Yeah. The end. Yeah. No, I feel you. The end. Yeah. Now, how old are you? How, how old do I look? <laughs> <laughs> I'm 47. I'll be 48 in April. Oh, yeah? I'm a bicentennial. April what? April 19. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, man, that's coming up. Yeah. You're pushing 50? Yeah. That's going to be fun. Julia's going to be 50 next next year. Oh, she's older. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, you do look fucking great for your Thank age. You. Thank you. Seriously. Well, so, you too. Oh. And it, yeah. Well, I'm 29, so I don't know what you're talking about. I, I want to re, I retract my page. <laughs> You're like, one. you didn't know we could lie? Okay. But anyways, what do you do for, what do you do? Do you work out every work out. fucking day? All I do is work out. All you do is work out? Like a couple hours a day? No. But a lot. Okay. So I do, I can tell you like, so I work three days on, one day off, and I just repeat that schedule. Okay. I work, work out for three days. I come off for one. And day. what do your workouts consist of? Do you alternate the different days to different body parts? Right now, I do the classic Arnold split. Arnold split. I do the Arnold split. This is so uh, you really want to know. Fuck yeah. Everybody always asks me what I do. It is, I'm, and I'm I was, gonna... and I'm just so intrigued that so many people want to know. Well, because I'm gonna make Josh start doing. Okay, it. Okay, so I just do the Arnold <laughs> split, and I do uh, it's on. So like today, I did legs. Why is it called Arnold split? Well, because Arnold, Arnold's, it's his old, it's one of, yeah, yeah. Okay. He's the, I mean, I figured, I was, and I sat down, and I was like, okay, look. If you're going to train, if you're going to lift weights, I mean, you might as well lift like the best in the world. Like, he's the best that's ever lived, period. Mm-hmm. And I don't even think in any sport you can agree on something more than the fact that Arnold is the king of of a bodybuilding huge motherfucker yeah. I mean it's just not even really the size it's just the way that he did it the way that he looked the way that he put it together and it's like if I'm gonna and that's the way I wanna look so he put it out there his he regiment? puts everything out okay. there and you can just choose to do it or not you're crazy enough to do it do it alright so what's it consist of legs in one day and how long it takes me about two hours to do legs two hours on your legs and you do different, like your calves, then your quads, then your. Well, I do. It's a, it's a lot of supersets. So, like, it's I do like very quad specific right now because you can see how this gnarly, gnarly. Yeah, what is and that? And so my legs from? aren't very big because I just have to work out in a different way. Yeah, what do you do to your knee? It's just I had, I had a femur cave in on me and. How? I just one of those things. What do you mean? One, just of one of those things, things that happened. Just, you know, I don't even know. Just, a femur? No, was that? What'd you do? Well, I played sports and stuff, and just I, I was always just a, I was a rough and rowdy. I was just a rough and tumble boy, and eventually just kind of gave in on me. And I went in, and the doctor was like, "Hey, it's a, they they, just, they went in there. They, there was no there was no incident that happened. And they went in there like, and they literally were like, oh fuck. It's the last thing I heard the doctor say. Oh, was the f word. And then I woke up, and um, and they had to drill the end of my bone and stuff. And it might it was just a, so it, did it I buckle on you? For, no, it just hurt, and you went in. Just it started. It just my my leg just swelled up, and then. That was the end of it. Yeah. Okay. Well, looks like a big ass gnarly scar. And, so I'm, and I'm working through all that. And, yeah. Okay. And so then, sorry. We got. Yeah. So okay. you do. And then and then and then um and then the next day, is um shoulders and arms. So I just do it all in one. Okay. I don't get real crazy on my arms because they were they used to be too big, for my body. So oh. like, I I kind of go easy on them. I have wow, a really. That's a bad problem. I used to have, have really really huge arms, <laughs> and so I kind of chill on those. Uh-huh. I, I do supersets, so I just kind of you know just lift for volume and. 
keep them keep them so toned. is it does that mean low weight it's more, moderate like you know like if you, if you saw me working out you'd be like that's a decent weight mm-hmm. it's not light it's not heavy I, you're not you're gonna be like oh but I'm sure you're not gonna be like oh. but the whole goal is to do more reps is that what it is yeah it's all like Arnold was all about the pump yeah if you ever get have you ever seen um pumping iron Mm-mm. If you ever get a chance, I don't care if you uh, are a bodybuilding fan or not. If you ever get a chance, watch Pumping Iron. And it was made in 1977, I think. It's with Arnold and Lou Ferrigno and, and all these guys. And and it, it, just just watch it. Okay. And he's, he's listening about the pump. All right. And so just get a pump and go in there and get... You just, you get blood flowing, and and, um, and there's this new there's this new content creator called Sam Solik. You might have seen him. He's all over. He's one of the biggest content creators on the globe right now. No shit. Remember last year I was telling you about Keith Lee? Uh huh. It's yeah. Sam Solik, and he's a he's a health and fitness guy. Okay. He's like 19, and he just I like the way that he lifts, and I and it kind of it's kind of reinvigorated my approach and about being aggressive when I lift, and so I'm pretty aggressive when I lift. Nice. I'm okay. a bit of a weirdo. Okay, so one day legs, yeah. then arms, arms and shoulders, and the next, and then it's uh, chest and back. What about cardio? I don't do cardio. What the fuck? I don't do cardio. Really? I intermittent fast. Oh, what does that mean? So when do you stop eating? What I stop time? eating at 8 p.m. And when do you eat again? Noon. And do you just, do you have coffee? Yeah, I love coffee. It's, in fact, it's the only thing that keeps me alive. I, I, so this is no bullshit. With no so, cream? None. I don't have to do anything in it. Just and black. so Yeah, black. And so what I'll do is I wake up and I wake up around 7.30 or so in the morning and make a pot of coffee, black coffee, and just kind of sip on it real slow. All day. Until noon. Until noon. Until noon. That's for Don't fuck with me till noon. <laughs> and so, like, you talk about co- co-parenting and, like, oh, Emily and uh, Leonard get along so yeah. great. A couple weeks ago, she got a hold of me before noon. <laughs> it didn't go well. I blocked her ass on, like, every social media. She just probably doesn't even know that till right now. But I, no, but I'd be like, I get so mad and I, do, and I rage quit things. Oh my god! Like, let's say you and I get in a beef, uh-huh. and before noon, I might, I would probably unfriend you on like all the socials until <laughs> you get some food in you. Yep, and then I would be like, I'm so sorry. Wow. Okay, so what's your first meal? Breakfast. No fucking. <laughs> actually, it's more like brunch. No, yeah. <laughs> so you're saying like so? What, so yeah. What do you eat? Actually, breakfast is what actually got me in trouble with cholesterol because I was eating ten eggs. And for breakfast every morning. Ten eggs? Yeah, but it wasn't always all the yolks. Arnold would do like 20. It's fine. Listen. Dude, that motherfucker would just break it open yeah, in his mouth and just fucking swallow it so, whole. Yes, he would. Okay. But, so I do. So, but, so okay, so breakfast. So all my meals are usually eight ounces of protein, four ounces of rice, or four ounces of green vegetables. I do that three times. I have a 50-gram shake, protein shake. After my post-workout. 50 and then grams I, of protein? Yeah, 50 grams. Are you having any carbs other than the veggies? Are you having any carbs? So in the in the three meals that I have, it's eight ounces of protein. Uh, you know, so like say eight ounces of ch- chicken breast. Mm-hmm. It ends up being fifty grams of protein, and then I do four ounces of white rice, and then four ounces of green vegetables. That's it. Any seasoning or? Yeah, I can do what I can. Do, I can have whatever I want in there. Okay, so and I can. You know what? Honestly, as far as like condiments and like snacks and. Gummy bears and oh, really? chocolate covered caramels what? and pizza. No. And, and ice cream. I had Munderlands last night. Daily? You're not able daily. To have not day. daily. No. Is that like a cheat day? No. Just occasionally. Just oh. like whenever I feel. When I just listen to my body. And it's going to. I fucking sound like a hippie right now. <laughs> I don't set an alarm. 
Because you're. I don't live. I don't live by an alarm. I wake up when the world is ready to receive me, and then it's usually seven thirty. <laughs> I like are, you, are you sure the world's ready to receive you? Well, I mean, when, when they're about, when they're about as ready as they're gonna get. <laughs> when you as ready as you're gonna get, I get up. Yeah. Okay. And then, uh, what was I saying? No, your your meals. Oh, and then my meals, and then so so as long as I do it between whatever I'm gonna do, like if I can fit it in, I tell people this because people always want me to help them with their diet. And here's what I say to them: You get set up on your macros, and you hit your macros every single day. You your hit protein, your what? Your macros. So oh. your protein, your carbohydrates, your fat. You hit that goal every single day without uh-huh. fail in those eight hours and you only eat from noon to eight. If you can fit anything else in your stomach, do it. Really? I can barely eat it. So watch. My meals are one pound each. So it's three pounds of food. Mm. Then a full meal replacement, which is 75 grams of protein powder. It's a whole banana, half a cup of oats, and flaxseed meal, and then ice water. Mm-hmm. And then my and my post workout shake is fifty grams of protein. It's two scoops, scoop, mm-hmm. you know. And and anything I can fit in my stomach in those eight hours, I can just go ahead and eat it. Then. Wow. And I usually can't fit very much. How did you figure um, out how much food and intake that you needed for yourself? Though? Sean and Katie, from oh, New York yeah? Fitness, helped me a great deal. A great deal. Really. Yeah, and and, and actually. If I could talk about real quick, can we talk about manifestation real quick? I fuck yes, we can. That's so, my favorite thing ever. And, so, I, I, man, I hope I don't cry on this one. Are my eyes red already? Yeah, I thought you were just high. Well, I am. But I'm just. <laughs> but but I, when I so listen, in 2018, I was working out at a gym, and there was this horrific event that happened where my one of my really good friends, two of my really good friends, were involved in a murder suicide. Right. <sighs> And so I was displaced from my gym at the same time. So it's like not only did I lose two of my very best friends in an instant, um, it was also like the place I would go to work out to like relieve all the life stress was also gone because it was the gym owner. That was a terrible, 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 terrible. So and so I yeah. in 2018 I um, I messaged Sean and I said, hey, I'm looking for a gym, and uh, he said, come over. Mm-hmm. And so we, I, I made friends with Sean, and he was big in the manifest, manifest. Oh my God, oh, it's so hard to talk about that still. It, you know, I knew both of them when I was eight, nine, ten. They were my youth pastors, yeah. and we had a sleepover at their house, and I was in love with him. I thought he was the most gorgeous thing ever, yeah. and she was just the sweetest person. Yeah. Right, and I, I was mean, I was I mean, young. You have it about right. That's still a really good assessment. I mean, yeah, and this he was a very handsome guy. He very much, and he was sweet also. I mean, yes. they were both just yes. amazing people. And they had we we had a church sleepover thing at their house, and I just remember them being. Uh, she was about. She just had her first child, and he was very um, premature. Yes. And and they still had everyone Wesley. come over. Yes. They still had everyone come over and we helped with the baby and all that. And I just remember how genuine they were yes. and the stories. And young. Yeah. Oh yeah. See there we are. Yeah. yeah. The stories they would tell about when they met and um you know, their backstory and I did camps with them and I just loved them both so much. And when um everyone loved them. Yes. I mean, you couldn't meet either of them and not just love them and that was a terrible terrible tragic awful thing. And it's um, just terrible, for sure. And then, and then I met Sean in 2018. And after that, I mean, it was like I was displaced from that gym, and so he said, "Come over and check it out. And if you 
if you like it, you can stay, and if you don't, you can leave. And I stayed. Yeah, nice. Okay, so it's 2018, and he was and he, in, and he was big in manifest, manifestation, manifest. manifestation. Nerds. Yeah, and is this when you first learned about manifesting? I mean, truly, I mean, I'd heard about it, but I, when he said laws of attraction, I was like, what are you talking about, mister? Like, what's going on here? Like, I thought he was coming on him here, so I'm just kidding. Yeah. No, but, but I didn't know what he was talking about, really. I mean, I, I didn't, I heard about it, but I knew nothing about it. It gets me so excited it to changed talk my about whole it. It world. is life altering. Yes. And it's so upsetting when you try to talk to people about oh, it. And they yeah. automatically put their hands up and be yeah. like, no, that's just weird shit. Like, I don't want anything to do with it. And I'm like, my daughters. Yep. My one that's in the room right now. Yeah. I keep telling them if I knew about this at your age, it would have been a whole game-changing experience with my whole life. But we were given the opportunity to know. Yeah. We just chose not to. Because they always say that you can be anything you want to be. You've heard that your whole life. You can be anything you want to be. Mm-hmm. And but people say it so often that it loses its meaning. The same as when I was saying to you like, "Well, what's the unique, you know, what's the secret sauce to becoming you know, TikTok famous or whatever, and then I tell you to be your own unique self, and you're like, oh my God, it's so cliche. But that's truly the answer. Mm-hmm. It's just the yeah. same with laws of attraction, where it's like, if you honestly, if you live it, breathe it, wake it up, and that's what, you know, you, you it's like you're breathing it in, and then expelling anything that isn't that, eventually you will be it. It happens. And people don't understand your thoughts create your reality. Yep. Okay, so your thoughts create your emotion, and feeling and it just continues to go down that spiral so then that becomes your actions and then I mean it just keeps going yep. so just just think about and feel about how you want to become and that you'll get that frequency you'll be on that same frequency which have you been going down that route too oh yeah, oh, yeah. once you're actually on that frequency then you can bring it into you then you're a magnet right you're well, that's, that, that's the attraction. Exactly. Yeah, everything, when, when you say laws of attraction, you're thinking about, you know, male, female, or whatever, like the sexual aspect of Not it. Not even close. And then a lot of people go there, some, and, but you're like, oh, no, don't miss the boat here. Like, like slow down a bit. Slow down for one minute. Mm-hmm. And you just think about it. Like, like okay, like, I mean, it, it's, this last couple of weeks, I've been having some challenging times. But when I sat down and thought about it, I was manifesting all of it. Mm. And people don't want to realize that that it works because they have to take ownership of having manifested it. Whatever reality that you're in right now, you have created. Yep. And if you think... Me being here right now with mm-hmm. you sitting right here, mm-hmm. I know for a fact that I manifested this. Mm-hmm. Just the same as you manifested this room and these chairs and this microphone. Absolutely. Every single thing that yep. is what it is right now in the world yep. was manifested. It had to be a yes. thought before it was a thing. And that is manifestation. Yes. But people think that manifestation and law of attraction and all that is like woo-woo, weird shit. People are scared of that amount of power. People don't realize how much power they really have. They have no fucking clue. And then it's really funny, like, and just kind of like to, I guess, to bring back into the alcohol conversation was, is that when I started manifesting in 2018 because of Sean and this whole horrific thing with Mary and Brad and all that stuff, and then and I want you to imagine it like where I was at, like the cup was empty. Yeah. To manifestation, to stopping alcohol, to mm-hmm. all this stuff. Mm-hmm, yeah. So it's been like, I, I, I seem like a crybaby right now, but uh, it's just, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just really, good. it's just so, uh, it's just really, it's overwhelming yeah. to think about like the trans transformation. I mean, I went from not being able to walk, I was like 300 pounds, couldn't walk, to... 212 pounds of in shape yeah. and you know my head's all there and 
mm-hmm. my kids are all healthy and I have a great marriage and what a phenomenal yeah I feel pretty blessed and, 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 and you know what I mean like turning negatives into positive it's like you have to figure out a way that you take something like Brad Mary and figure out how, how you make it positive yeah and it's very 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 difficult to find any positivity in that but if I would if that, in my mind though sometimes I think like if that wouldn't happen then I wouldn't have made it to New York yes, Fitness I wouldn't yes. have shot I wouldn't have been station I'd still be drinking right now well and it, yeah and it goes back to everything happens for a reason so right. people are totally fine with thinking about that aspect and karma aspect right but then when you start thinking about you know telling them about law of attraction and manifestation right. then they start thinking like that's just crazy talk but no every, I believe everything happens for a reason and it's and life is just fun how exciting is life yeah. when, especially when you start this journey of uh, meditation manifesting, then all these synchronicities happen. You're like, I did that. Yeah. I fucking know I it's did really that. It's really cool. Yeah. I mean, you ever find it's also a little scary? Oh my God. You know, God. it's like, it's like somebody said to me recently that your dreams should scare you. If they don't, they're not big enough. Yeah. And That's it's a great scary quote. to think that they have to be scary. You know, but it's like, it's so true. And then on the flip side of that, like recently, like when I just reached my, my, my goal of physically where I wanted to be, I had a goal set and I hit it like in the last nice. couple of weeks and, that feels fucking and great. it's good. But then also anything you don't feel that isn't good, you have to come to realize that it didn't fix it. So anything you thought about yourself is where you're at. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're like you. If you said to yourself, "If I reach this goal, everything's going to be okay. If I make a million dollars, my life is going to be perfect." And then that day comes, and you look in your bank account, and you have a million dollars, and you look around, and if your life isn't perfect, you realize it's that wasn't it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you have to be happy inside. Yeah. So you, you figure that shit out. Exactly. I yeah. What so you, really, so being in shape for me is like I told Julia. Like she always thought I had body dysmorphia though. What do you mean? Why? She always thought I had body dysmorphia because I never liked the way that I looked. Mm. And when I got in shape and I finally got to the level where I wanted to be, I said, no, I don't have body dysmorphia. It's just I've always thought that I should look just like this. And now you're happy with it. And now I look how I look. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, good. No, you look great. Thank you. And I am glad that you do the whole manifesting thing. Do you meditate? No. My ADHD does limit me some. I I do believe that you can manifest a certain amount, but you are here in your mortal body and you do have a a, a brain that's made out of, you know, atoms and carbon and fat cells and mm-hmm. it's it's you know what I mean you are at the limit of being a human yeah and my brain and my body give me this is what they gave me for better or for worse and there's good <laughs> and there's good and bad I mean I'm not gonna say there's some bad yeah. there's some there's there's some good yeah. but there's some bad too and so I'm super ADHD like weed calms me down like right now you know I'm, I, I get a little I'm a little bit amped up so it calms you down yeah it, calm, it gets me just right it actually can amp me up but also keep me right here. So like if I smoke too much, then it makes me super energetic. Really? Yeah. God, when I smoke Coffee, before, I can go to sleep. I would just be dead to the world. I'd want to eat everything in my kitchen and then pass out. And so here's what helped me on that. Is and so this is why I went to intermittent fasting. And the reason why the last 30 pounds was it happened since July. Mm. So I moved to intermittent fasting. It was 240 when I started intermittent fasting in July. And I'm now like 210. Two, I bounce between 10, 210 and 2, 215. So you lost 30 pounds? Yeah. And you're gaining muscle? Yeah. Well, not really. I lost the muscle. I'm not Did as you? strong. I, I look strong. I'm not strong. I'm not strong. <laughs> okay. Well, you can do Josh is so much stronger than me. You guys need an arm wrestle after this. I won't do it. <laughs> See what okay. You would beat me. Really? Yeah. I'm not you must have worked out for quite some time. I'm not very strong. <laughs> But so anyway, so then I do the intermittent fasting. But so the reason why intermittent fasting works for me as a stoner is that after 8 p.m., 
there's a saying that's going to sound so stupid, but Prince, somebody asked him, they're like, how do you stay in shape? He's like, well, I don't eat after dark. And they said, well, what do you do if you get hungry? And Prince said, and I quote, well, I guess I'll just drink some water or some shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I thought, if Prince can just drink some water or some shit when he's hungry. No, and that's Then I can just do that. I can just be like, Prince is not tougher than me. I don't care. I love him, great music, all that stuff. But he is not tougher than me. Yeah. No. You can't tell me Prince can be like, oh, I'm not eating after dark. And then I can't do it? Yeah. I can do it. I can well, do anything. And you're I can manifest anything. <laughs> and you're 100%. Are you going to sing like him? Well, same energy, but it all won't sound as good. <laughs> well, you're 100% correct because when I was doing the fasting as well, like, I would just drink a lot of fucking water and just yep. try to get yep. that feeling of hunger to just go away just from water. And, and then you, at 8 p.m., I just stuffed myself, too. That helps. Mm. So, I mean, if you're completely stuffed to the brim, I mean, mm-hmm. you'd have to be a complete asshole to want to try and eat something. Yeah, that. yeah. Which I'll try sometimes. Sometimes I will. Like, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. So then here, watch this. And now I have the problem of going below 210. Huh? So when I, when I drop below 210, I, eat, I, I open up my fast to just eat whatever I want. And that happened this weekend, and I had bacon and eggs both mornings. Uh, now, does it fuck up your digestive system? Like, it can if I eat something I'm, that's really That bad. you're just not used to. Your like, I love Munderland's ice cream, but the cream is just... It's, I can have it. But I can't have very much. Mm-hmm. Be careful. Cream will Weren't get... you in that ice cream competition? I did. I won that thing, yeah. <laughs> I bet you were hurting the next day or like Honestly, a couple hours later. I think I was a little bit. Yeah. It did. It messed How me much up. did you eat? It was five pounds. You ate five fucking pounds of ice cream? In a minute and 50-something seconds. What the fuck? Yeah. Did you get a brain freeze? No. Well, I don't have one, so I didn't. Uh, <laughs> but for real. No, I didn't get brain freeze. But how did you even put that amount in your in body? my hands. I went like this. You can watch it. It's on Facebook or whatever. If you pick it, if it like this, I just pick it up and put it in my hands. You didn't even use I just kept spoon? shoving it down my throat. To you didn't even use a spoon? No, no spoon. What kind? It's spoon right there. What flavor was it? Blue Moon. There was like a blue one. And then there was just, I think there was a standard vanilla. And then I want to say, what was the other one? It was like, I don't know what the other one was. I don't remember. That's a lot. I think it was like marble fudge or something like that. What the hell did you win? Was it worth it? It's about pride. But it was, a, it was a $20 gift card. I got a shirt. I got a Mundelein shirt, which is priceless. <laughs> Stuart Mundelein is a badass. I love that guy. He's so fucking badass. Oh, my God. That's awesome. You ever hung out with that dude? Oh uh, Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You ever sing karaoke with that song, song bitch? I don't sing karaoke. But have you ever seen him sing karaoke? Very much so. Mm, yes. Divine. He does love it. We're doing karaoke for um, Thanksgiving Eve. Okay. Oh my God, the busiest night of the fucking year in bars. And you're like, you know what we should do? Well, it's going to be karaoke. DJ. Jules is DJing. Jules. Yeah, but then we're going to have some karaoke like every like four songs. So it doesn't I like, like Oh, I like that. Yeah, so it doesn't make everyone Oh, Ooh, see, that's cool. If you come yeah. in, we do a little cameo, mm-hmm. and then get out of here. Well, especially there's a lot of karaoke uh, singers that don't like to drink alcohol, and they just come to hear themselves sing, and they right. just want to fucking be on the list, like, every song. I know. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Right. Yeah. So, we're just... It would be like Carl, but not drinking. Can you imagine if Carl didn't drink? That world doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> I always give him the shitty tequila at work. <laughs> I'm just like, what do I need to get rid of? And then I'm like, I give it to he's him. He's a garbage disposal. Oh, yeah. He drinks it, and then he brings it back, and I was like, how was it? And he's like fucking terrible I'm like do you want something else he's like no just give it to me let me explain something to you about Carl that oh. you don't know like you think. understand that like as, as good as you know him okay 
the, so he Carl's eats. He, I hope he is too. The, he, the, he does. There's this thing that the, we we eat such a volume. This is why I can I can win an eating contest is because we can eat in such volume that we can a, ch- a food challenge. He just has for lunch. So do you remember like a fo- when you have pho like the big bowls of noodle? Uh huh. The, the one they used to have at Jackson, the, the bowl of no kidding was probably over a gallon of broth, and uh, the bowl was uh, this about this size right here, and I would say the bowl probably weighed about ten pounds. Okay. And he would eat and drink the entire thing. Was this when he was larger? I mean, yeah. A little large. But I mean, like, yeah. 10 pounds. Wow. And then I would eat my noodles, and I'd have some broth left, and he would finish it. Wow. So, I mean, like, and I, and I could put it down. Like, I mean, and that's yeah. a food challenge. Uh. And he just having lunch. So, for <laughs> lunch, we having food challenges, okay? So, when I had five pounds of ice cream, I'm like going, I'd finish before everybody else started. That's crazy. I just pushed it down my throat. And I was crossed. Like, I, I looked over and saw, like, nobody else was going to win. And I was just like, it just settled. And then I just started eating ice cream like normal. It still only took me like a minute and 50 seconds. I don't know how that was possible. Yeah. Um, so I was going to try Is there something to... else you wanted to ask me? Yes. I wanted to come on here and see if there was some questions for you. Okay. From the live feed. Oh. Yeah. There are, there are questions from the audience. How much is a handle? A handle? I don't even know. Is it a, a liter and a half? Um, is it a liter and a half or a liter and a quarter? Something like that. You're a bartender, you know. Uh oh, she doesn't know, and she's a bartender. Watch. Hold on, on the spot. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry, I was reading. What? What's the question? Um, hold on. I'm trying to get to a questions because there's just there's like manifest with a question, which I guess they're trying to figure out what manifest is. Um, your wife is so beautiful. She is beautiful. She's also been doing the intermittent fasting. And without dieting, I mean, without doing any exercise at all, she's down like 20, 24 pounds. Oh, yeah. That fasting is no yeah. fucking joke. And she's not a big person. So it's like, it's more than 10% of her body weight. Like, it's a lot more than, it's like, I don't even know what it is. Yeah. So, um, what does your fasting look like? Just a 16-8. Yeah. I mean, you know, honestly, it, it was really funny because I didn't, again, I'm one of those people where I'll do like really drastic shit and I won't tell anybody. And it makes me, and that's some of the things that makes me a, a bad spouse is like, I'm just kind of a, and it's not on purpose, but I do some really crazy shit and I'm just almost on my own sometimes. So like I, I started doing intermittent fasting one night and Julia's like, Hey, you haven't eaten yet. I'm going, yeah, I'm not eating until noon. She's like, why? I'm going, I just said, I'm tightening my window. I'm tightening my window. Mm-hmm. And she's like, are you doing intermittent fasting? I was like, yeah, I'm thinking about noonday. Yeah. She's like, I knew it. Yeah. And I did it. And I, and I woke up one day and I just said, that's what I'm doing. And I did it. And I just, the same thing with the alcohol. I woke up one day. I'm like, I'm not doing it no more. I give up. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't. Mm-hmm. I tried it. No, you, yeah. You, you know, your day, shit, man. Well, the other day I was like this. I was like, look, I can either be bald or I can be fat, but I cannot be bald and fat. Nope. And so I was like, you know what? My hair was going to go away. <laughs> I started losing my hair. I'm like, that's it. Is it. I'm going to be in shape now. So this is a really good question because <laughs> this is something that every single one of us deal with on daily is but how do I get out of our my own terrible thoughts when you're manifesting okay it's yes. very very difficult I'm gonna tell you one of the things I, I lean on day, daily daily whenever I start to talk to myself I call it inappropriately yeah. I always think to myself would I ever talk to anybody else that way anybody if you say to me, oh, Leonard, you look good, and I'm like, oh, yeah, well, uh, 
Would I say that to somebody else? Like, if you said to her, hey, you look really good. I'd be like, oh, yeah, but her, uh, her hair looks funny. Yeah. I would never in a million years say that. that was very rude. Right? Okay. I would never say that to anybody. <laughs> no. And your hair does look amazing. But, but, but you know what I mean? But I would never say that. Yeah. So why would you say that to yourself? Yeah. Why the fuck would you ever say that to yourself? And as soon as I called myself on the carpet for treating myself like shit and not treating myself like others mm-hmm. and using the golden rule with myself, mm-hmm. my whole life changed. No, that's great. That is a good. That is a good analogy. For and every sure. time I think about it, every time, and it, and then when it started, here's and actually, if you, if you want to go to a baby step and you if you call that horseshit, the next time somebody gives you a compliment, you're just going to say thank you and believe it. You don't even have to believe it at first. Don't even have to believe it at first. Just say thank you. Mm-hmm. Stop arguing that you're they're wrong. If somebody gives you a gift. You just say things. If you can't handle receiving a gift, it's like if you're a person that's constantly talking bad about yourself to yourself, then you're the person that that doesn't like to receive gifts Mm -hmm. because you don't feel like you're worth it. Well, another huge thing is, um, which I was just having a a large conversation with my husband about this because something's coming up. I don't remember exactly what it was. And he was just telling me all the worst case scenario that could happen. And I looked at him and I said, why don't you think about the best case scenario? Right. Because you're literally manifesting the worst case scenario. Why? But people do that yep. to better prepare themselves. Right. For well, the, they think the, they're doing you a solid. And in their mind, it's a caring and nurturing thing to watch out for you. Well, themselves even. It, like, yeah. It, it, they know. don't even know that they're doing it. They don't. It's not. And it's they don't know they're doing it. But They're just preparing themselves right. internally for the worst case scenario. Right. Instead of, no, 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 no. Let's think about the best case scenario. And let's yep. imagine it. Yep. And let's live it in your brain. And guess what's going to happen? That's going to happen. That well, Sean was, Sean said, actually, Sean helped me with with, that, with this one. He was, it, it was, uh, he was saying, well, for, well, two things. One is that you can't think about something you don't want to happen. Because by thinking about it, wills it. 100%. And the, and the other one is, is don't confuse yourself with the details. Don't confuse yourself. Don't stop thinking about a dream just because you don't know how to do it. When you when you first start manifesting, you do not need to think about how you're going to do it. You just need to think about what you're going to do in the fashion in which you want to do it. And so, like, that's it. Like, if I said to you, is I hate my job, and I know it costs $3 million to retire right now, then my goal right now, I'm telling you, is I'm manifesting $3 million mm-hmm. in the next three years. Yep. The end. And you don't think about how it's going to happen. No, no, you, you no, leave that into. There the, is nothing else to it than that. Yeah. At first, you, just think what you want. You leave that into the universe's yes. hands, which the universe can be the universe, the universe can be God, the universe can be the divine, whatever you want to call it. I believe in God. Okay. And I believe in universe, all of it together. Right. You know, and so you put it in their their hands. Yes. And just get yourself out of the fucking way. Well, I mean, it's, it sounds really funny, but I used to be a youth football coach, and there's an analogy I use for people in this situation, and it's and I and I tell people that with youth athletes, all of them, doesn't matter. The only th- the only thing you have to do as a youth coach is don't screw the kid up. <laughs> yeah, that's all you have to do. It means keep them healthy, keep them interested in the sport, keep them learning. Don't teach them any bad habits, and that's it. That's all you have to do. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with yourself, really. I mean, like, feed yourself, nurture yourself, take care of yourself. And I'm telling you, like, if you do those basic minimum things, the basic requirements, which in some cases is hard for people, 
when you really think about it. Like that's why basic necessities, like you know, you know, trying to figure out solutions to an unsheltered population and figure out people that that don't have resources to education, food, and water. Figure out how to get those resources to the people so that that basic needs are met, so that they can have that pursuit of happiness that we all neglect mm-hmm. to pursue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I don't know. I just know that since I started going down this rabbit hole of manifesting and figuring out that we are more powerful than we even have. It scares me. No, yeah. it honestly, truly, truly scares so, me. So it was, okay, I watched this TikTok once and it was like, okay, test how good you are at manifesting. Maybe you don't think you can manifest. Maybe you do. All right. Think about a pink flamingo. And just tell yourself you're going to see a pink flamingo in the next 24 hours. I sent it to my daughter Desiree and I sent it to my other good friend Melissa when we were heading to the celebrity golf tournament in Tahoe. And I was like, hey, let's think about pink flamingos, right? Where Desiree and I are on our way up to Tahoe and all of a sudden I need a pee. I was like, fuck, let's just pull over really quick at this gas station in like Silver Fork, right? And never been there before in my life. And she, there I was on one leg. No, I'm <laughs> Yeah. Go into the bathroom. She, and then I go in, then I come out and I'm just waiting in the store for Desiree to come out of the bathroom. And I look over and there's a fucking big ass pink flamingo. <laughs> and Desiree comes out. I'm like, look at the fucking there it is. flamingo. And we she's. I know. She's like, oh, my See, God. It works. Then we were at the golf tournament, and Melissa, remember, she had this as well. This And the next day, we're just going, and this guy walks over to us and says something to us, and we look at him. His shirt had all pink flamingos all over his shirt. And she's like, are you fucking serious? I'm like, I'm telling you, this is just a baby manifestation just to show that you can do it. I almost now- wore a pink flamingo shirt to this show. <laughs> I, hey. I've... Did you? I almost, I'm not even kidding. You. Really? Yeah. That's awkward. Yeah. yeah. I ha- in fact, when I get home, I will send you the picture <laughs> of the pink flamingo yeah. tank top I almost wore. Yeah. It's out. So, so I do suggest to people that don't believe in manifesting, just try something stupid like that. Right. And just say, give yourself 24 hours, speak into existence, say, hey, in the next 24 hours, I want to see a werewolf or whatever, a butterfly. Like, I've done white butterflies before, and I was golfing. All of a sudden, a white butterfly went right on my fucking golf ball. Well, have you noticed, too, like, manifestation, it's it's funny how, like, you can visualize something happening, and then it happened, but it not be exactly how you envisioned it. And that's interesting to me. Never is. It's and that's the beauty. That's the beauty of it. Me. It is, but it's also like, uh, it's almost kind of like when you wish for something and the genie grants your wish, but it's completely different. You're like, damn, I should have thought of it. I should have rephrased still, it. But you still got the wish. Right. But you got, but you, yeah, yeah. And sometimes the universe does actually work that way. And so a lot of those stories that we read and you know we see over the years are based on life truth. Yeah. And sometimes I think that the universe is just funny too oh, i yeah. think they like to be like haha it was so got. it's so infinite and there's so many different possibilities that if you're not real specific it's can give you whatever you want mm-hmm. and then you go into quantum fields yeah uh, are you have you touched I don't quantum know fields? about that oh okay we'll talk about this after okay. this because there's so much okay. to it right. but no i think we hit a lot of subjects that are so. phenomenal yeah are we good we want- yeah no i want to thank you for coming on is there anything else you want to talk about before we get so i just really enjoy talking to you you're really a lot of fun yeah i I love it it's been interesting i was even it's funny because like with my relationship with like cam for example where Uh he lived in the county for a really long time we weren't friends until recently oh okay and there's a whole group of people over on this side of the county where it's like yeah like you and i like i've known Mm -hmm. you for a really long time but i've never been friends with you for a really long time you know what i mean like oh it's Lacey and josh 
Yeah. I see you at the movie theaters every once in a while. And you're like when you, she was a, like a kid. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And that yeah. kind of stuff. And, and it's it's been cool to like reconnect with this side of the county and, yeah. and become well, friends. Maybe we this. manifested it. Clearly. Yeah. We had to. There's, it's, it's, only, it's only possibility. <laughs> For real. Yeah. And I hope more people do it. I hope more people take control of their lives because so many Well, it's frustrating are... to, to, to see people not believe it because you're like, oh, it's just right there in front of you and all you have to do is just believe it. It's just right there. Well, and that <laughs> is it. And people are so unhappy. There are so many angry, upset yeah. people. And it's just like you're wasting your energy and your power into being upset yeah. and, and hate. But we fall into it really easy. I fall, I fall into it two weeks ago. It's like just because you understand it and practice it and you live it, even for a really long time, you fall back into old patterns really easily. And you 100%. Don't even know it. I was like, oh, shit, I was doing it for like a month. I was going, oh, shit. What's going on with me? I feel stuck. And then I realized, oh my gosh, I'm self-manifesting all this bad shit to happen. And it was. It was all happening. Just like piling on. Mm-hmm. And then I look back and I'm going, why'd this happen? And I go, oh my God, it's, it was me. It's all like, well, but, but this wasn't me. No, that was me mm-hmm. too. And then that was me. And if that was me, then this was me. It's all me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, at least you take responsibility for it. Yeah, the eventually. Pe- the people that push it off on other people will be like, yeah. it was them, it was them. Bitch, it was fucking you. That will make a great marriage if you can be that person, by the way. If you can be the person where you're like, if you know exactly where you are in the universe, it makes you such a better partner. I'm a better husband right now than I am. I, in fact, I'm embarrassed of the guy I used to be even just two years ago. Embarrassed. I 100% agree with that statement. Not at you being right. embarrassed at you, but for me. But when you look back yeah. at yourself, when you really start to really, really evaluate, reassess, and manifest, but you don't spend very much time being embarrassed because you're too busy manifesting. Because once you know it works, you spend all your time doing it. But oh, when you do yeah. reflect on the person you used to be, yeah. it's not a great place. Well, Joe Dispenza, like I said, I'm going on his retreat. Have you looked into him at all, Joe Dispenza? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going on his retreat this Saturday. I'm oh, leaving so cool. for Florida for an eight day retreat and it's intense and they promise you do not come out of that the same and he's all about quantum fields manifesting uh, meditation and he is a scientist so he brings in scientists to this event to actually track your brain waves and everything it's fucking I can't wait to hear about this oh every day I'm going to be posting an update and I'm going to be bringing uh, people I meet from there into my room to do a podcast at least like a half an hour why you here what did we experience blah 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 and these people he said they have been in wheelchairs and walked now are you? That's so crazy. No, he, are you? You do, when you say you're posting this, you're posting on Facebook, on TikTok. Where you? Gonna I'm going to be doing TikToks. So make um, sure you're following Lacey. Yeah. On TikTok, sure. well, all the platforms if you can, if you, to catch this. Yeah. So, I'm going to catch this too. Yeah. So it's and I'm bringing my husband as my cameraman. I love it. Yeah. That's and bodyguard. Josh is a pretty. He's a pretty robust guy. He's a good looking guy. He's, he's all right. Yeah. He, I might keep him. I'm you not. Did, you I'm did, still debating. You did good for yourself. I'm still debating. I'm, I'm one of those guys where like I can confidently say if I can if another dude's like is in shape and good looking guy and, and Josh is one of the one percenters in the county for sure. Yeah, yeah. No. 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 He. Oh my god. And he's like, when am I coming on the podcast? And I was like, not for quite some time. We're gonna build you up so people are like. Who's she married to? Who yeah, is this I mean, fucking dude? And it's I'm a, her, he looks like how you think she he would look. I mean, it's a good. It, it looks. Because I mean, she look. I mean, come on. Yeah, and then and then and then I was like, and then you will ultimately disappoint them. It is fine. <laughs> and he's right? at the end of the day. At the, at the, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, but this shit's gonna be fucking crazy. That is crazy. I mean, is it Florida? Well, just being in Florida yeah, sounds nice. Actually, his his retreats sell out in twenty four hours. Oh wow. Yeah. And he does them every three months. And he, he manifested all that. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And Okay, so he was, all, he was paralyzed. 
that's his backstory. He got in an accident. I'm not I, I'm not familiar exactly what the accident was, but they told him he'll never walk again. Oh, wow. And they wanted to perform surgery, and he said, no, I'm going to heal myself. And he healed himself with his brain. And he says that we don't even tap the brain power that Anything's we have. Anything's possible. Yeah. It sounds really, it sounds like super crazy, right? But it's, yeah. I mean, technically, I, I wouldn't advise people to do it. But it's absolutely 100% but possible. try it out. It is 100% possible, yes. Yeah. And so anyways, this, there's about 1,000 people that come. And he's, it starts at 4 a.m. to about 8 p.m. every day. And he's, yeah, that's fucking insanity, right? And you're in and out of meditations the whole time. And He's there the whole time? Oh, yeah, he's your only teacher. He's your only teacher. And I've looked into it, right? I'd be like. How does he stay awake? How are we staying awake, too? I want to find out. <laughs> no. He said the last one he went to, the people that worked at the hotel confronted him and said, are you giving Math your patients ecstasy? Nice. Because oh, yeah. everyone was on a whole other platform of high. I believe and, that. and he said as soon as everyone gets into a building and they all are on the same energy link. I have is, felt this. And if you just room up a couple people, it feels like. Well, I mean, even me and you as yeah, well. Yes, yeah. yeah. We can build off each other's energy. Yes. We give eight feet of energy at any given time, all the time. That's our energy frequency field that we give out. It's funny because it was one of my only reservation about doing this podcast thing with you was the fact that when I'm around you I'm not as talkative because I don't feel the need to talk when I'm around you why because it's it, it feels comfortable to just sit here like this and if you're talking or what it's like I don't feel the need to talk oh well that's fucking great then. it is good yeah. it, it, it was just because you feel comfortable like yeah know? and so I guess that's funny like, well I, I always thought well hopefully I'm hopefully I'm talkative <laughs> you were <laughs> you're good and all right well thanks for having me I appreciate yeah, it I appreciate absolutely it. we had a great fucking time yeah. thank you for coming and yeah. I'm sure we'll bring you back again yeah. Thank you for going live too, yeah. by the way. I don't even know how it go how it's going over there. Hopefully <laughs> hopefully the moderators are, if there's any in there is being okay. Oh uh, yeah. But uh, I appreciate the lobby for anybody that was watching and, and make sure you, you follow Lacey. She's really badass and and uh, I can't wait to hear about this manifestation and the whole That's just gonna be fucking nuts. Something force fields or what other kind of fields? Magnetic the fields. Quantum, quantum quantum field. I can't wait for you to hear this part. Oh my god, it's it's a whole nother level. Yeah. Well, thank you again for watching another podcast at the Real Life with Lacey, where we talk about real shit and real people. We'll see you next week. Thanks, Mark. Don't miss out on a single moment of the Real Life with Lacey. Hit that subscribe button so you'll always be the first to know when a new episode drops. Together, we'll keep uncovering the authenticity of life. Subscribe now and join our vibrant community of real stories and real connections.